Welcome to the Scrap Happier Podcast, where we share quick tips, tricks, and techniques to help you create scrapbooks you love and be happier while doing it. I'm your host, Alice Bull. I'm so glad you've joined us for this episode of the podcast. We're doing something a little different today. I'm going to give you an exclusive peek behind the scenes of a bonus session that's part of Load 221, the Layout a Day challenge that's hosted by the Scrap Happy membership. During the Load Challenge, we scrapbook every day for a month, and we always are inspired by a theme. Each day we have two prompts, one that's story-based and one that's technique-based. Our theme for 221 for February 2021 is Fresh, Simple, and Shiplap. And for one of our story prompts, I actually drew inspiration from my friend Kristen Tweedell, known as Are You Kristen Online from the Awesome Ladies Project. Here's an exclusive peek of this bonus session chat, and I'm sure you'll be inspired. Kristen and I are going to talk about one of her special projects that she does. Our inspiration for our load challenge today is based on Chip and Joanna Gaines. And Joanna wrote a really great article in a recent issue of Magnolia Journal from spring 2020. And it's talking about the purpose of today. And she has one section that I would like to read to you. She says, I question often aloud to friends and even more so to myself, what is the purpose of my life? Then I bided time waiting for an answer that never came. I can see now that I'd been asking the wrong question. You see, I'd staked my life's worth on finding my future's purpose when I could have chosen to see the meaning of where I stood then, in that season, on that day. If only life would allow us to connect the dots looking forward, we could know for sure where we end up and make our biggest decisions free of all the guesswork. But of course, that's not the way life works. It's only possible to connect the dots once we're on the other side. So I found this to be such an inspiring part of this article that she wrote. And it really talked about appreciating our life where we are now, taking a look at where we are right now. And that immediately made me think of a project that you do, Kristen. So welcome. And can you please tell us a little bit about yourself so that we can dive into the project that we're talking about today? Yeah. Hi. So I'm Kristen. You can find me on all of the internets at are you Kristen, R-U-K-R-I-S-T-I-N. I host the podcast, Crafty Ass Female. And I also run the Feminist Scrapbook membership site, The Awesome Ladies Project. I live in East Lansing, Michigan, home of Michigan State University, where I do not leave my house. <laughs> I, I feel that. Uh, <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> so that's, that is basically me in a nutshell right now. And so you do a project that has become quite an explosion. Like people really are diving into this and it's part is it part of your bigger project? Like, would you say that the currently pages are part of your bigger project or how did this all come about? Can you tell us about currently pages? We got to know more. <laughs> okay. So I have a very visceral memory of how currently came about. Um, it was New Year's Eve. I'm pretty sure it was 2011. I remember specifically standing in front of a, just a standing mirror in my old apartment in North Jersey. And I was like, I need to find a way to fit more journaling 
in my Project Life album next year because I suck at the blank page. I'm so bad at it. If I don't have prompts, I just, I just stare forever. And I just like, mm, no, bad. So I'm like, okay, what can I do where if I just look at something, I can write down stuff really fast and then I can repeat it each week. Because back then it was, you know, old school project life. Everyone had weekly 12 by 12, two page, double page spreads each week. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna come up with a little card. And at the time it was supposed to have eight prompts on it. But when I put it in Photoshop to make the card, it accidentally cut off the last prompt. I don't even remember what it was supposed to be. But like when I went to go print it out again, like the next year after I saved it as a JPEG, I was like, oh, there's like a bonus prompt on here that I never realized. So it has seven one word prompts. Currently at the top, seven one word prompts. And back in 2012, I would put one card in each of the three by four slots each week. And it would be, what am I currently watching? What am I currently reading? What am I currently listening to? Making, planning, feeling, loving. Mm-hmm. And through the years, it has found its way into other documenting projects. And now I do it every Monday morning in my daily pages. And then you actually do that as a live thing that you that you shared, correct? I do. I have a live daily pages. It's called the Daily Pages Live Stream and Share. It's inside my membership. It is every Monday through Friday at noon. And I'm also doing them on Saturdays on IG Live. That's cool. So within your membership, the Awesome Ladies Project, that's where you're sharing these pages? Yes. These these live videos every Monday through Friday at noon Eastern. Cool. So we'll make sure that there's like info of where people can go in and learn more. So what, what have you noticed um, by using these currently pages and just documenting those seven things that you have on the list? What have you noticed that has kind of come from that over the years since you've done it so consistently? The biggest thing that I've noticed is that I love documenting the television that I watch. And television is, for me, I think we giggled about this during the Scrap Smarter experience. Television is um, one of my biggest hobbies. It is the way that I relax. It is my recovery. I schedule it in my Google Calendar. And I am very, very, very particular about the television I watch. And I'm very judgmental about it. Um, And so I need a place to document it. And so currently list is that's the thing that I care about the most, which is probably why it's at the top. It's funny because so many people judge others and judge themselves. I think that's the biggest part is judging yourself based on the fact that you're watching television. Like we're all doing it. Like, hello, Netflix is not as popular as it is just by accident. We're watching it. So like, what do you think it is that makes us judge ourselves so harshly for the fact that we take time to relax and enjoy TV? Any thoughts on that? I think one of the things about it is that television is made for mass media. And I think that we feel guilty for consuming something that is made for everyone. It makes us feel a little bit less than. 
And I think that's crap. I think that television tells incredible stories and we are storytellers. And so if we want to tell stories, dude, there, there are so many great stories being told on the TV. It's totally right. It's one of the things that we love, right? Is watching those stories come to life and whether you're enjoying, you know, some reality TV, there's a storyline there too. And sometimes it's very dramatic or whether you're watching like programs that are constructed with like beautiful sets and beautiful scenery and like elaborate storylines. Like I think no matter what kind of film, like they're all based around a story. <sighs> And like, how many times as a kid were you told, don't get it, get out in front of that boob tube and uh, go do something. You're rotting your brain. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. And, and like, that can be true. But I think the thing is, is that everything is good in moderation. You know, it can be bad for you if the only thing you're doing is sitting in front of the television, just like it would be bad for you if the only thing you were doing was eating potato chips or the only thing that you were doing was sitting in front of your desk and scrapbooking and not doing anything at all ever like but if you are watching television with purpose because you know you absolutely love how they constructed the narrative in crash landing onto you oh my god like it's this Korean drama. It is one of the best shows I've ever seen. It's if you want to watch something for a story, the story is incredible. Crash landing onto you? On you. On you. Crash landing on you. I, Where is this one at? Where do you find Korean. it? Netflix. Okay. Um if you want to watch like how they do backgrounds in Bridgerton so that you can say like, oh yeah, I'm like in love with that floral pattern, by the way, or, you know, butterflies are a really good motif and I feel really strongly with that. You can bring that into your stories. Mm -hmm. So television is my way to have this kind of recovery period of where I, my brain's still kind of active. I kind of, you know, want to get the story in, I want to see what's happening. But also, it's a little bit in relax mode. I'm not totally shut down. It's not sleep mode, but I don't have to think about everything else that's happening. I can kind of let my brain be engrossed in the story. Mm -hmm. I really think that TV is also a great way for us to share our cultural experiences with our friends and like other people in our life. Right. When we tell each other, like, I just watched the queen's gambit and it was amazing. Right. Like you can't help, but like talk about all of the elements of the series and chess. Like this year we pulled out our chessboard. It hasn't moved from our coffee table. You can't tell you how many games of chess have been played in my house because the queen's gambit came up and like we, like our house enjoys chess. I will say I'm not that person that enjoys chess in our house, but our house enjoys chess <laughs> as in my boys and my husband more so, but I've played and it's just been interesting to see how these elements pull out of the TV. Like as kids, we were told that TV was a passive experience, but it can really be so much more. And I tell you, 
TV, if you watch TV with me, it is not a passive experience. Hold tight to your popcorn. <laughs> like, because if something startles me on the screen, things are going fly. <laughs> My husband always laughs. He's like, you knew that was coming. I'm like, I know, but it still got me. <laughs> Can't help it. So you have prompts for like what you're watching, what you're reading and like the different elements. Are there any that you have taken off of the list and added different words because you wanted to add something different to your stories that you told over time? I've kept that list the same. I have an extended version of the list in my shop. That's a digital list that my friend Megan was like, will you make this for me? And I was like, you're my best friend. I will make anything for you. And so now that that extended version is in the shop and it's a four by six card that has just seven more prompts. Okay. I honestly don't remember what they are right now because I don't use that one. But, but it's I'm a sure chance that... to tell more stories, right? Yes. If you're looking like, for more things. I'm gar- I guarantee learning is on there because that's definitely one I would have put on there for her. But for me, sometimes the prompts don't make sense. Sometimes I'm not listening to anything. So I'll just like cross it out or just put an A. And like, that's part of my story. Mm-hmm. Just because you don't have an answer for something doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong. You know, sometimes, sometimes the lack of an answer is an answer, right? Correct. Exactly. Sometimes, you know, how am I feeling? I have no idea. What am I making? Absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And you know what? The, the, I've been doing these cards for so long. I have two overlapping headache disorders. One is regular, you know, migraines, hormonal, all sorts of triggers, the normal kind of migraines that ladies get. The other one is called hemicrania continua, which essentially just means constant headache on one side of your head, which is a terror. And so having this currently list and doing it on Mondays for me gives me the ability to get into crafting and being creative on a Monday, even when I'm not feeling awesome. Mm-hmm. Because I already know what I'm going to do. I already have it ready. And having that feeling prompt on there reminds me that, hey, a lot of the time in the past, especially before I found my amazing neurologist who has helped me figure a lot of things out, I can just write not awesome or headaches and just kind of be honest and like short. And, you know, there is... I've found that currently list lets me be free in the fact that I don't have to defend myself in a lot of ways. Cause sometimes as, as women, especially when someone asks you how you're feeling and you don't say, I'm great. How are you? You feel like you have to give like a, you know, all oh, well, you know, not feeling great. Here's a five paragraph answer. Why? Yeah. It's like, but like, you know, like there's a reason <laughs> like, you know, and it's, it's that justification that you're trying to make. Yeah. And so this has been a really great exercise each week to just say feeling. And then I only have a little bit of space to answer. So it can just be like good or fine or just do, meh. Do these um, prompts ever become something that spurs kind of like a bigger project like do you end up like flipping the page and be like I have to go and tell you all the things about this because you know either 
either it's a great thing that you're like obsessed about or excited about or just really passionate about or perhaps it's like something that's hitting your heart or you're like I have to tell you how bad this really is right now just to kind of not to be carrying it on your own shoulders yes and that's one of the reasons why I really love doing them on on Mondays is because it is also like this brain dump and brainstorm of ideas of sometimes like oh yeah I am making this cool thing, or I am feeling this thing, or to go back to watching, I am watching this cool thing. And I can't possibly just explain it in like two words. Mm -hmm. So let me, you know, print out the picture from the, like the movie poster or the TV poster, mm -hmm. and literally go on about how awesome it is. Or let me, you know, perfect example. In my 2020 December daily, I did a listening page and I popped out everything that I was listening for my Spotify and I did a complete playlist and I stitched all of the playlist. I stitched all of the screenshots of the playlist together so I could fit it in my three by eight pocket page. The currently card from the day before was just listening to my 2020 top listens on Spotify. That is wholly inadequate. So I made, you know, that page and then I have a whole pop out where I made a folded mini, tiny mini album to go inside my December daily that held every single screenshot from the Spotify top 2020 stats of the year. It was like an explosion box. <laughs> it, was so, it's, it, it is my favorite part of the December daily. And, you know, it, it only comes when you do that like brain dump of like, oh yeah, I'm listening to this playlist and it's, if I don't document this now, I'm probably just going to forget about it. Mm -hmm. And I think that looking at where we are in our life right now provides a really different perspective. So many times we're looking at pictures, we're looking at the events, we're looking at like the pictures that we have and we're telling stories about that, but we're not necessarily telling about ourselves in this present moment right like lots of times it's like looking back through things but not necessarily looking at the present and I think that that was one of the things that I really got from you when you were talking about this during the Scrap Smarter experience was how these currently pages and then like doing your daily pages has really helped you look at your life as you are right now and who you are and what you're thinking and like all of the things. Yeah. And, and that is so much fun to look back on like later on. Cause it's so fun to see the currently lists. Like I'll go back. I have a, a four by four mini album of like all of the currently lists that like don't have a home. They just get hole punched and put into the, into a little binder. It's so much fun to look back on old currently lists and see what you were doing at, a, at any given moment in time and then be like, oh yeah, I was watching that TV show and making that same thing and planning that other thing at the same time. That was fun. And so it's really fun to document the right now and really be into it, knowing that eventually you'll be able to look back on the right now in a really profound way. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think that it goes back to what Joanna said in the article about how she was always looking at her future's purpose 
And it really goes back and says, this is my purpose right now. I appreciate what my life is like right now. And sometimes we don't really necessarily see that without looking back and, and reviewing, but giving that currently (laughs) moment, that current moment, that space in our storytelling. And you know, you say you do this once a week, right? But even for a scrapbooker that's not doing that, doing that once a month could mm-hmm. be an amazing thing. Like just adding it to your process will kind of cement it in there so that you have that to refer back to. Everything's changing. Like I am a different person than I was two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and then some. <laughs> but I think that knowing where what I was thinking about and the things that I was interested in is fascinating because all of those steps are part of who I am right now. Every single thing that you are interacting with, all of these little bits, that's all part of your story. All the little, like whatever washi tape that you pick out to use, all of the little pieces of paper that you pick out to use, that's all part of who you are. And I think we overlook all of these little simple details sometimes and these things can add up to so much i'm not somebody who necessarily loves simplicity i love complex things i love diving into like super complicated ideas and really getting into like the nitty-gritty of something especially stories give me a complex story anytime but i have found that the things that work best when it comes to telling my own story are just these simple things that you can create a habit out of. And I'm not even good at habits, man. I am like, I'm the worst. I'm not good at doing things like on a regular basis. I'm not good at habits. Like I, that's not me. So if I don't the put girl that I'm, does the daily pages. Well, right. <laughs> I, like I am, I am surprised as anyone that daily pages worked. And I did like, I kept doing them for like a year and a half before I told anyone else that like, hey, come and do this with me because I can't stop doing them because I was afraid I was going to stop doing them. Mm -hmm. But no, I can't stop doing them now. So if people want more information about your daily pages projects, where should they go to kind of see what you're doing with this and learn more about it? If they would like more information on daily pages, they can go to theawesomeladiesproject.com slash daily pages. And if you want more information on currently slash the free download and more information on currently in general, you can go to the awesomeladiesproject.com slash currently. Perfect. You made that so simple. (laughs) Well, thank you, Kristen. I think that this insight on how we can just look at our life in the moment and appreciate our life in the moment. I think that's the really big thing. It's like, it's about appreciating where we are right now. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's less good (laughs) and just accepting that and moving forward so we can kind of get a whole picture of the growth and the things that we're doing, the things that we're enjoying I love this so much. And I know that this is going to make a really great prompt for the Loadsters today. So thank you so much for sharing this with us. I encourage everybody to download the free download so that you can get your own copy of the currently card and add that to your journaling. And of course, like if you don't get the the card, just, you know, write the words down, just do it. It's, it's about doing it. It's, It's about telling that story and telling that story about where you are right now. Absolutely.
To get the show notes for this episode and to get the links to everything that Kristen is sharing, you can go to scraphappy.org slash episode 29. I hope you enjoyed this special peek behind the scenes of the load challenge. Our next load challenge will take place in May of 2021. It'll be load 521 and we'll be announcing the theme later in March of this year. I hope that today's episode has you thinking about scrapbooking your present moment, where you are right now, where you are currently. Just a quick reminder, are you subscribed to the podcast yet? If not, it's a perfect time to go and hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on next week's episode. And now it's time to go and make scrapbook pages that you love and have fun while doing it. Happy scrapping! For my PS today, I thought you might like to hear what's on my currently list right now. I have just finished watching all of the seasons of Murder, She Wrote. I am obsessed with Jessica Fletcher and Angela Lansbury. I think that they're brilliant. And I actually bought myself one of those typewriters. I am currently reading The Advice Trap by Michael Bungay Stanier. I am currently listening to amazing conversations on the Clubhouse app. I'm totally obsessed. And I've started hosting some scrapbook chats there as well. I'm currently making pages for the load challenge. I'm currently feeling a little overwhelmed, a little bit too busy, and like I haven't been spending enough time with my husband. I am currently planning the Calvin Ball Challenge. It is the craziest, most unpredictable, and exciting online scrapbooking challenge, and it's totally free, and I'd love to have you be part of it. I'll give you more details in next week's podcast. And I am currently loving seeing all of the layouts that are being shared in our load challenge right now. The Scrap Happy members and the people that have joined us as loadsters for the month are just knocking my socks off. Their creativity and their dedication to this challenge is just amazing. And I'm so excited by that. I'm really loving it. A few loadsters are actually sharing their pages on social media. So go to Instagram and look for the hashtag load221. And you're going to be amazed at the amount of creativity. It's awesome. <laughs>